<clears throat> so I was doing some thinking, right? I'm sitting here yeah. thinking, you know, a long weekend of racing. Not. I was not thinking. And I I wanted to ask you about something that you pioneered, Matt. It was the Steelman oh line. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Here we go. Um, when did that start? I think it was we were just like fun racing at Talladega and because we were junior lining and then I was like doing the opposite where like we would come off to at Talladega and I would drive it all the way down to the inside wall. Or no, no, it was Pocono. That's what it was. It was season three at Pocono. Um, and it was the same thing where everybody spreads out and I would just run literally inches from the inside wall down the front stretch every <laughs> single time. And that just became the Steelman line. <laughs> I mean, I think Joseph Newgarden was trying to take some. <laughs> he took it to the extreme. Yeah, he almost <laughs> Steelman lined himself up. I love Shishkov. Uh, oh my god, I wish I could remember who tweeted it, but it was both of them down on pit entry, and it just said four tires and fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's really funny. But uh, we don't have a lot of time for cold open this week because, boy, howdy, a lot has happened this weekend. <laughs> a few things. But let's uh, well, not just this weekend, even up to today. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. See the, the bright side of podcasting on a Tuesday. NASCAR penalty reports. Yeah, when everything got yeah. delayed to 24 hours ago. Listen. Almost exactly. <laughs> listen. Hey, it worked out. It did. Yeah. It did. We don't have to be like, oh, what will NASCAR do? Ooh. Yeah, we don't have to be angry. It's like everything, <laughs> for once, everything seems like, all right, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's just start off, because, I mean, we mentioned it there. Joseph Newgarden, I mean, delivers Roger Penske's 19th. Indianapolis 500 19th Borg Warner. Um, I don't know. I was happy. I know I'm a little biased there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely bias, but I think it's hard to, it's hard to not be happy for Joseph Newgarden. Um, I have, I mean, I've, I've been a pretty decent supporter of Joseph Newgarden. I kind of lost, I kind of lost my way a little bit with him when he joined Penske. It just kind of like the magic wasn't there for me anymore. But I still love seeing him succeed, and I did think that he was a driver that I mean, it was he was destined to get an Indy 500 someday, right? Um, yeah. So it was really cool to see him win, and he had probably the coolest victory celebration at the 500 that I've ever seen. It was awesome, really cool. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like I liked him a lot when he was um, driving for like, or yeah, he drove for Ed Carpenter, and I was like, oh, Ed sick. Carp and then Sarah he, Fisher Hartman. Yeah, and then he went to Penske, and I was like, oh. But I don't dislike it. I, I'm just kind of neutral on him. I think he's a cool mm -hmm. dude. Um, and so the finish, I was like, oh, all right. And then the celebration, I was, I, was, I kind of flipped and I was like, all right, no, this is pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <100%. laughs> you could tell it really meant something, obviously. Yeah, you could so. tell that it was the same dude that yeah. like it was the same dude I had liked before. Um, he has all the right in the world to be emotional right now. And Roger Penske can't smack him back down into his <laughs> corporate race car driver hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I'm trying to find the lie and i can't find it no <laughs> um no and I, I, I just that's just that roger penske thing right like, yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna things. get that you're gonna get that tames him down a little bit what well, owner cool doesn't though it's, it's still there i mean yeah. you know like Fred what cows or 2311 okay but what like top top tier for a long time owner isn't doing that unfortunately to an extent 
but that's just because Kyle Busch is probably a handful to deal with. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the New Garden celebration was really cool, right? Like I, yes. I think that that icing on the cake. Um, but uh, controversial red flags has to. Uh, there are yeah. a couple there at the end, right? Um, yeah. The last one, obviously, to set us up for a one-lap dash. Wild. Crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a bug on my screen. Now it's no longer a bug. It's dead. Um, <laughs> Dynamite. Mike, Marcus Erickson had some comments about it. I'm not, I don't have the comments in front of me. I just know they were a little... Uh, coming from a place of probably anger and frustration. That yeah. was a little unprecedented. A, a TLDR of it, he was like, yeah, we we didn't even have a lap to like warm up our tires and kind of was a joke. Um, which, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, you just lost the Indy 500. That sucks. Um, yep. Obviously, he's going to be mad. I'm not going to... Uh, Paying the price you know, for a sponsor ch- not selling the product in this country. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I was ready to crack open a Victory Husky, too. <laughs> um Awesome. What was I gonna say? Oh my god, I just lost my train of thought. Though, um, oh, uh, the the only thing I would have to say about that is like, I I get it, but at the same time, it's not like he was at a disadvantage because everybody else was in the same situation that he was. Um, yeah, it just stinks that it had to come down to one lap. It would have been more fun to watch one of those longer battles run out, but like, it. I I was uh, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but it's like. I, I agree that in the Indy 500 shouldn't have green, white checkers. I think they're kind of a mess. Uh, mm-hmm. NASCAR and ARCA for the last decade have shown that. Um, but at the same time, if they're not going to do that, then if we can get a green flag finish, let's do it. So. I don't know. Yeah, I, I enjoy the idea of trying to get a green flag finish, obviously, as a race fan. Um, in a race like that, that was shaping up to be as good as it was. It was it, it was. Not it was it was a bummer enough when we got that caution at the end and it was like okay well I mean we'll reckon it'll be a good finish and then to not only not have like that long run to the finish but then they have the restart and they wreck before they get to the line that was frustrating yeah even that was more it, of a bummer it basically would have been like a hundred yard dash determined the Indy five hundred which yep. would have stunk yep yeah um so. You know, like a lot of people are looking at that last red flag as a as an isolated thing. Like, oh, they threw the red flag and there was a one lap dash and like they yeah, and the, you know, that's where the story starts. It doesn't start there. It starts with that crash before the start finish line. I think I think that added makes me feel more okay about the red flag coming out. Uh, yeah, j- just because I mean that's su- I mean that sucks. That sucks. And it, it especially sucks too because there was a lead change in that time. Like yep. Joseph Newgarden had literally no time to defend his lead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's how it's really going to end. So, and yeah, I I'm definitely in the same boat. Like if it would have been um, like two years ago when Sato won, where we ran the whole race and then had a caution right at the end, I was like, yeah, don't red flag it. You know, it's yeah, exactly. two laps we've run, uh, you know, 490 something miles already. <laughs> like yeah. if somebody was going to catch Sato, they were going to do it by then. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I so- agree with that. So to your guys' point, does pre- precedent won't matter in the future? It won't be, hey, we get a caution with three to go. We're going to red flag it. Has precedent ever mattered? <laughs> I'm, a- I'm asking you. Ever. I'm asking you. I don't, th- I don't think it matters. It, okay. it will matter later in the episode. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we all, we all would agree yeah. that that's rare. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 
<laughs> we would all agree that that's rare. I, you know, I think precedent matters to an extent. I think that you can't... <sighs> this is tough. Because there's going to be... like. I, I would say, like, oh, the purest in me feels like this. The purest in me doesn't feel anything. Uh, I don't have that in me. I want racing to evolve and become a sport that people can pick up 10, 20, 30 years from now if that means that NASCAR has to have green-white checkers and NASCAR has to have green-white checkers. There's some things I still disagree with, of course, but, you know, whatever racing has to do to stay relevant, to keep a good show, to not push people away, to not end on a wet fart of two cautions, one happening before the start finish line and that deciding the race where we run the last like 10 laps under caught, like, you know, I'm okay with that sort of thing. Um, I know that's, I know that's unpopular. I know IndyCar fans love the tradition. They love the pure is that the pure racing, the purists are in full force in IndyCar fanhood. Um, there's a lot of angry IndyCar fans. <laughs> And I get it. I understand. But at the same time, what an absolute wet, fart, stinky doo-doo it would have been if it ended the way that it was about to end on Sunday. Like, no one would be happy about it. And I'm sure fans fans would still come out, but like, you know, we're trying. And IndyCar's trying to build something. Roger Penske's trying to build something. You You know, I don't think you retain a lot of people when it's just like oh so it's over oh okay no they're going back oh it's over again oh yeah. <laughs> oh okay well yeah. all right let's go sit in traffic for an hour <laughs> you know anyway that's my that's kind of my take on it yeah i i think you do kind of open pandora's box a little bit with this um because now you're gonna have people be like oh we red flagged it there why not here um I think in some cases it is okay to kind of go common sense about it. Like the 2011 New Hampshire race comes to mind where they restarted it in the rain and wrecked half the field on literally out of turn four. And then IndyCar was like, you know what? Forget it. That didn't happen. We're rolling it back. Race is over. Just wipe that off from the, t- from the results. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that was our fault. Our bad guys. Yeah. Our bad. We messed up. <laughs> Don't have dollars. to flip us off again, willpower. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be a a big race in the last few years if there wasn't a lot of discussion about <laughs> officiating at the end of it. Mm. So, yeah. Let's also not suddenly clutch our pearls at IndyCar officiating. By the way, yeah. it's not like IndyCar officiating hasn't been a tragic mess for twenty years. Well, yeah. I feel like it's at least more consistent the last five years. Sort of. I mean, it's, it's more consistent, yes, I would say, outside of the Indy 500, there's still some, like, we don't know what we're doing moments, Well, yeah. You know? Also, I have a bone to pick with people that I saw online of people saying that the one-lap shootout was dangerous. Do you really have that little faith in some of the best race car drivers yes. in the world? that they? It's can- not little faith in their ability, it's little faith in their brains and adrenaline and this is the Indianapolis 500 and I want to win it and I'm going to do it at all costs. I mean, you had Santino Ferrucci on the radio saying he doesn't care. He's not going to lift. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there are race car drivers at the end of the day are a danger to themselves more than anyone else. Whether people admit it or not. And that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Part of the accepted risk, right? Um, 
it's not something to be like, oh, it's not safe. Because, you know, every lap isn't safe at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. doesn't matter if yeah. it's qualifying or the race. doesn't mean 199 versus three. Both dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. fair. Even be practice. Um, mm-hmm. We had a tire leave the racetrack. I haven't really heard a lot on this. Um, outside of, holy crap, we got lucky. Got stories mm. from my dad. My dad was there in, I think it was 98, when somebody got, mm. a group of spectators got killed by a tire going into the stands. Um, he was also there in like 78 when a car like engulfed in flames off turn four. Uh, yeah. Um, anyways, tire left the racetrack. That's we awful. got lucky. Oh, yeah. We got, I, um, I froze hey, yep. uh, when I saw that on the broadcast. Uh, like cold sweats immediately because I couldn't tell where it went, but I saw it flying up. Like that was, uh, I, I haven't felt that way uh, watching a race since Larson almost went into the stands in 2013 at Daytona, which like a lot of people forget how bad that was and how many people were hurt and how bad the injuries were. Like if you haven't seen some of the pretty brutal images, they are brutal, but like it, it's not good. People yeah, there's a couple there's a couple of fan videos from the stands that are uh, they're not a good time. And yeah. say that for sure. Um, I had the kind of opposite reaction where I was watching the tire live and I saw it just like shoot into the abyss between the tower and the stands. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then, I, <laughs> then the camera cuts and Kyle Kirkwood's upside down. And I was like, what happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I had I was not I was watching, not the, watching the car. Right? Yeah, no, <laughs> I was watching the damn tire. Um, yeah, that just like a perfect circumstance where it, it flew through there, hit some lady's car, and then landed on the golf, golf course across the street. It was just insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, that's going to be something that's looked into because the tethers that keep those wheels and tires locked to the uh, to the tub, uh, they're not supposed to do that, right? Yeah. Um, Apparently, the tether didn't shear, but like maybe one of the anchors did like where it's anchored to the car okay. broke that makes, instead. That makes sense. That's uh, scary though. That is scary. Yeah. Cause that's probably welded on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tethers did a great job. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, sh- I, and I, the funny thing about that too, is I was showing that to one of my friends who isn't a racing fan and I was explaining how there's tethers and it's like you see the wheel fly off and then the next shot is Kirkwood and three of his wheels are flopping around on the tethers. I'm like, see, that was supposed to do that, but it didn't. <laughs> three of them worked. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and it was like worst case scenario too, the way the car hit, like yeah. the, the very yeah. sturdy part of the side pod. I mean, it was almost like, you know, I mean, who movable or unstoppable object hits unmovable wall, whatever the hell. It and is, that, but... that was the one where um, Rosenquist hit the wall. Right. And he was yeah. he was slow. And I think Kirkwood like ran into him because, yes, he was he yeah. lost he Rosenquist had lost control of his car because he broke something. Yeah. Broke, he was on the right broke a lot of things. Yeah. Take note, Chase yeah. Elliott. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, God. I am Bobo because Bobo said the same thing last year. We'll get yeah. there. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just like perfect example of worst case scenario. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which like, luckily nobody got hurt. And uh, 
the lady whose car got destroyed got a pretty cool VIP treatment out of it. Oh, so. yeah, because they don't want her <laughs> suing the track. <laughs> <laughs> it's something, all they're, right? They're probably, take, they're probably taking care of Roger's probably taking care of Oh, they're buying now. her a new car, probably. Oh, oh, absolutely. I would think they're 100%. buying her a new car. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys she's see? She's driving a Chevy, right? Or even if it was a rental, yeah. Yeah. care of the rental yeah. fee, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see the video of the the first guy like filming it on scene? And so he's like filming the car in his golf cart, and like security's like, "Get back, everybody, get back!" And he's like, "Can I can I check my truck real quick, just to be safe?" Like trying to find an excuse to get up close to the car. <laughs> the damn yellow shirts at India, it was dude. Really they are crazy. They are. Angry. Some of them are really nice, though. To be fair. Like some of the ones I had interactions with were really nice. I don't then, hear good things. And, but then some of them were like taking their job way too seriously. It was like, my head ca- whoa, bro. My I'm head sorry. Canon is they're like the royal guards that like they're just completely stoic, and then if you touch them, they just start screaming at you. <laughs> I still remember the one when we were like walking up, like, "Hey, is this the right grandstand?" Looked at my ticket, and he's like, "Yeah, I think so. Go ahead, go up." <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was a NASCAR weekend, so it's not like the place was sold out or anything. He's so, like, he like looks at the thing. He's like, dude. I yeah, really, looks right. I have a really good story of security also not doing their job, but it's completely off topic. If you guys want to hear it, yeah, go for so, it. So last year on uh, Christmas Eve, um, my roommate was f- catching like a overnight flight to go down to LA to spend it with uh, his girlfriend and her family. And uh, (laughs) so we were like having dinner at our friend's house and his flight initially got canceled. And then uh, his mother-in-law just bought him a new flight on a whim. Like, and it was like, Oh, it leaves in 40 minutes. And so then we're like midway through dinner. So we're like, okay, we got to go. And then my roommate spilled water all over himself and then accidentally set his napkin on fire. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, gloss over that. The there's there's candles on the table. He set his napkin down. It caught on fire. Um, so I just we just like hurried to the the airport and got him there. And when he went through TSA, he forgot he had his weed vape on him. And so the lady like checking his bag is like, "Is this a, sir? What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a vape." And she was just like, All right, "Happy holidays." And just gave it back to him. <laughs> And let him take it on the plane. <laughs> She's like, it's Christmas Eve. I don't care. <laughs> Get on your flight. <laughs> you look like a nice boy. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, dude. Um, I don't. I don't even have a transition for that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> AJ Floyd Racing had a good day. Well, the fourteen did. The fifty-five, I think, wrecked one of those in, in that like last big melee. But yeah. uh, good job, Santino. <laughs> you didn't do anything crazy. Um, we were all thinking you were going to do something, but you didn't. Yeah. This crew member made a pretty cool save. That was yes. Cool. How that was about clutch. how about that argument between Townsend Bell and James Hinchcliffe? <laughs> so okay, so they I were got, arguing the same thing. I got intel from the Dale Junior download. Um, okay. Dale Junior was working like that that broadcast, obviously. Right. Um, he <laughs> he let it slip. That Townsend Bell actually just likes to rile up James Hinchcliffe. <laughs> so that's the only reason 
they that have an he argument. Was, that's the only reason he was like big on Santino Ferrucci because he knows Hinch hates him. I was gonna say I know Hinch is not a fan of Santino because he, he had knows, to race him. You know, Hinch <laughs> hates him, and so Townsend Bell was just like riling James up the whole broadcast on purpose. Oh just to God. get him, just to get him, just to get a rise out of him, and I thought that was very funny. I was like, that explains so much because, like, there's no reason for Townsend Bell to like Santino Ferrucci that much, and like, James Inchcliffe is getting mad. He was <laughs> like, mad. <laughs> no, Townsend, it went over the line. Look, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it clearly did. Like, it was so <laughs> obvious. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god it was very funny very, I, very listen funny. the IndyCar booth I saw a lot of people talking about like the announcing booths over the weekend and I get why you know I'm not a big fan of the F1 with the way they call their races because they have to be over over sensualized because it's good product mm. <laughs> a lot of it's not a lot of times yeah. it's not like it's okay to say still appreciate it for what it is but I think the IndyCar guys, they do such a good job of, like, really pacing a broadcast. And also, you can tell that they like each other. Right? Usually, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might be, I, I might think, be fun to listen to Hinch's podcast this week. Yeah. I think, um, I think Lee Diffie is instrumental in that lee diffie is is always i'm mad because the one time he called a nascar race it was at mis so i (laughs) i've never watched it oh yeah dude i uh i forgot that that clip showed up on my feed that call is electric oh my god lee diffie is so good he's good haven't called daytona 500 one year oh my god i'd be so just the way he like sets up a scene without setting it up like he Mm -hmm. just like he puts you in a moment so well it's really Mm -hmm. good yeah, they, they have him do like three Supercross races a year, and he's fantastic every single time. And I'm like, man, nothing against Jason <laughs> Wygant, but like, come on, it's Lee Diffie. <laughs> I want him more. <laughs> yeah. Um. also wanted to talk about, because Alex Pillow and Renus VK, they were class of the field early on in the race. Um, and they had a little collision on pit road. Um, Just a little bit. Pillow was able to rebound. I think VK still finished top 10, though. I'm, I think both, I'm just wondering uh, when VK can actually put one of these races together. Yeah. I mean, same thing with Polo, I guess. Because they've both been fast the last three years. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Polo should have won it last year, but he I think he sped on pit road. That sound right? Uh, he had some kind I of penalty remember, late in the race because he was the best. He was, yeah, he was the best car for Ganassi yeah. last year. But. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. Probably not. I feel like we're all indied out now. A little bit. Uh, yeah, VK did rebound to 10th. Okay. And Pelot to 4th. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then Indy Oval stuff. Sounds like NASCAR Cup Series might be going back to the Oval next year. Supposedly. Yeah, I saw that earlier. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be okay with that. You're back. Alright, you want to go to the World 600? Let's do it. Alright, Ryan yes. Blaney. YRB. Hey. Who isn't so young anymore? Um, he finally wins 59 race winless streak because you don't count non points events like the all star race or the duels. Um, but then he finally breaks that streak, longest winless streak of his career, I believe. Um, 
Yeah, because he won consecutively like every year from his, his first win. From his so. rookie year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thought it was interesting to hear his interview kind of being like, I didn't know if I was going to win again. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of struck me because I don't think we ever doubted that he'd win again, right? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't think of anyone who really doubted that he would never win again. Uh, but uh, that's not really, you know, when you're like when you're a driver and especially like the discords that's been happening over the last year or so with Ryan Blaney, especially um, not not even just the discourse. I mean, he he is like exact. I mean, he, he wins stages and then he doesn't win a race or, you know, he does this X, Y, Z can't finish it out. It's been the case for a long time. His career has kind of been plagued by the same sort of patterns, you know, over the course of races. Mm-hmm. in the cup series and you know he hears that he's not that that's not something that just happens on twitter and he's immune to it he sees that he he's he's hip he knows and um it was it was really cool to see him get emotional about um about how that made him feel about how winning made him feel uh i think I think if he uses this correctly, this sort of confidence can really lead him to better finishes, to better races, to, you know, even just closing out races, maybe that maybe that he had a top 20 car turns it into a top 10 car. Like, you know, this is a, a race like that, a moment like that, that sort of watershed moment is really important to get as a driver because it just opens you up to so much more confidence in yourself, uh, belief in your moves, conviction behind the way you drive, and... Uh, I you know I I wish him the best because he was he was definitely more emotional than I've ever seen him, um, in any capacity, let alone winning a race. Yeah, um, and I, I you kind of saw everybody talking about it where, like, this is the first time in his career he's put a whole race together, like almost every single win he's ever had, and this is not to uh take anything away from ryan blaney but you know it's all been ones where he came alive at the end or he takes advantage of somebody's misfortune or whatever um but the the stat was he was i think 0 for 11 on races where he led 100 laps that had converted none of them into wins like that was basically the same stat that kyle larson had when he showed up to hendrick um and we all remember the the choker label that he had for years with that so like something like that it can be the first building block to Ryan Blaney finally becoming the driver that everybody's been saying he can be for years. Cause I don't think, I think everybody agrees that the talent's always been there. Like we've seen it. It's just like a mixture of bad luck or he makes mistakes or the team makes mistakes at the end, or they just don't keep up with adjustments just like for whatever reason, they've never been able to close one of these out until tonight. And then they were able to just kind of put on an ass whooping at the end of it, which is kind of a big deal. Very big deal. I mean, just I hate to harp on this is the first time Penske's won the 500 and the 600 in the same weekend. Fortunately, it wasn't the same day, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so that that's a big deal. Um, and just uh, as you said, able to actually dominate and win. Um, I remember I was at his Michigan win in 2021. Had no right winning that race. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta win came out of nowhere there at the end. He had a strong car in the spring, 
but wasn't as strong in the summer race there. Um, and then, of course, Daytona, he won that year. No one ever really dominates Daytona. Um, so, yeah, I finally able to put a whole one together. Like you said, hopefully this is where you can kind of take that and use it. Um, driver that had been putting a lot of races together and unfortunately made a mistake was Denny Hamlin. Car got tight on, or loose, loose on him off of turn tight. four. Tight. Got okay. Tight. Yeah. Um, you could see the exhaust. Yeah. He, he lifted on corner exit, um, or not, but he did anyway. And Chase Elliott got in the wall. And then Chase Elliott decided to hook a left. No, it broke. Oh yeah, that's why. He Car turned, broke. That's why. He yeah, turned Brad the wheel. turned him. Didn't you guys know? <laughs> Dude, I thought Brad turned him at first. I'm like, there's no way oh, Chase yeah. Elliott would do that. <laughs> I was. You think was, Chase Elliott would have more respect growing up I in was, the sport or something? I was like, as soon as I, as soon as I can't, I don't know why my snap sucked just now. That's but okay. as soon as I saw it, I was on it. He he hooked him. Oh yeah. Yep. I cannot believe that he hooked him. I, I was like saying, I was like out loud saying this. Like, <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe that just happened. And everyone was still kind of doubtful. I'm like, no, no, there's no way. He turned the hell out of him. He wrecked him. And not just wrecked him. He like stuffed him. That yeah. was bad. Was bad Straight hit. up junked him. Yeah, that is that is bad. <clears throat> I think... yeah, it was uh, it was not good. <laughs> yeah, no. even even as like the the show's dedicated Denny Hamlin hater, I was like, come <laughs> on, man, like what the hell? Yeah, yeah can't be that doing that. I, I, it was really weird. I like because I've never seen the front of a next gen junk so bad. It was like really, it was like really like bent to hell and and busted up. But it's it's a good thing. <laughs> It's a good thing. Yeah, no, very good thing. Yeah. It's just we haven't seen it a lot, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh man, they to show the replay, I could not believe it. Could not believe um, how hard he hit that wall. No, uh, the in car was brutal to watch too. Um I saw a lot of people get really like concerned about that. I mean that's he hit the wall real hard and the Hans is gonna do something, but like the Hans also isn't going to keep your head completely stationary where you can't move because then your brain detaches from the stem and Ugh. smacks your eyeballs. Like, yeah. that's smacks your supposed eyeballs. To be, there's supposed to be a little bit of movement at some point. Yeah. That's why concussions happen. Yep. Because if, I mean, that's, obviously the rear of the cars was too stiff, but, like, part of it also is just, you know, the way the seats are, you know, if you hit if you hit in the rear, the way your head moves, the only thing that moves is your brain, you know. So, anyway, still a big hit. Denny was saying his neck was hurting. <laughs> oh, dude, I bet. I mean, yeah. It, even if it's mostly safe, like that still doesn't have to feel good. Oh, yeah. And like the the worst part about it too is like we've talked about the same thing. Carson host of our last year prime example. You can at least make the excuse that Carson Hosovar is a 19 year old kid, right? Like okay, we've all so... do. I can think of all the dumb stuff I did when I was 19 and they were definitely not giving me an 800 horsepower race car to mess around with. But like if you're Chase Elliott, what's your excuse? You're a cup champion. Like that's that's unacceptable. Yeah, and that's you're the fate. You're literally the face of the sport. You're the most popular driver. What is that like? Not even a not even a year off of making these big sweeping complaints about the next gen car and the safety of the next gen car. Yep. And how it's unacceptable that we move backwards. Not even a year removed from that, he is like junking the hell out of someone on purpose. Yeah, not even a year removed from it happening to his teammate. You know, and that yep. was a huge deal when it happened. Yep. Well, we don't know why it was a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 
yes but at the same time like that incident looked really bad on oh, camera yeah too. like it <laughs> should be a huge deal yeah yeah it's just like but this one should no also excuse. be a huge deal and it's a huge deal for the wrong reason because people are upset with the outcome yeah I mean, have you taken a look at any of the posts from NASCAR announcing the penalty, announcing (laughs) the suspension? Oh, Denny Mm. Hamlin throws a little tantrum and gets chased suspended. He should take Bubba Wallace with him and they should both leave the sport. I did see one really funny comment, though. It unfortunately was a reply to a bad comment that was like, oh, this is ridiculous and Denny should be the one getting suspended because blah, 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 you know, whatever reasoning they came up with. The first reply that had like five times the likes as the original comment that it was replying to said, you, my good sir, are deranged. (laughs) 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 About dying. Every once in a while you find a gem in the NASCAR comment section. What about yeah. Denny uh, intentionally wrecking Ross? Oh my god. Where's the penalty yeah, for got, that? Well, he got penalty. He got a penalty. Why did he get suspended a race? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe because he didn't hook somebody into the wall and completely take them out of the race. I don't yeah. know. Maybe there are levels to this. Um, didn't didn't try putting somebody in the hospital, basically. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty sure just... Denny Hamlin's the last guy that's gonna do that too. Honestly, yeah. love him or hate him, he's been in the hospital because someone decided to be a little d bag. So careful, Joe. The language that's fruity. All right, Joey Logano. <laughs> Actually, hang on, because I'm pretty sure Denny tried to write Rear Logano in that, that crash. Now that I think about it, <laughs> he on. might have. I don't know. Listen. Oh, he did. <laughs> All right. Well, well, he learned his lesson, obviously. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, but point being, and I, I said it earlier, race car drivers are their own worst enemies. Chase Elliott lost his cool. Champion of the sport shouldn't lose. A Cup Series driver should not lose their cool no. in that moment. Um, I get it, Chase. It's been a frustrating year. It sucks that you got hurt and you missed a lot of the race, and now you are struggling to compete with your two teammates. That's got a weigh on him right the nine car has not been as quick as the 24 it has not been as quick as the five heck 48 you know i mean alex bowman had a pretty good run this weekend all things considered you know he has a broken freaking back um he's been like ultra consistent too when he's been in the car exactly so that's got to be frustrating and then you know you're running in the top 10 that's got to be frustrating to be involved in an incident right but you can't do that. You can't. It's not safe. But it's just dumb. Like, what do you think the end result of that's going to be? Like, it was disappointing. Really think... Yeah, like, do you not think you're going to also end up in the wall doing that? Like, man, this guy squeezed me in the wall, so it's time to just end both of our races right now. <laughs> it's just stupid. My team like... might be able to fix the damage. I might not actually be that... Like, I'm not, well, I'm not even going to give my team the opportunity to fix it. Yeah. It, I mean... It was a prime example was it was a tweet that I had to take down because uh, you can guess the kind of people that jumped on board with it. But it was when it happened at Kansas last year and I was comparing or or Vegas. Yeah. When Josh Berry got run into the fence off of four. Guess what? He kept his cool and he won the race. And then when Bubba Wallace got run into the fence, he junked himself and Kyle Larson. And I was like, which one of those seems like the better option? And it's like, yes, 
I understand that race car drivers can lose their cool. They're fired up. But Chase, this is why you're paid millions of dollars to drive a car with a giant Napa logo on the hood is because <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be different than all of the mouth breathers who race in our and I racing online. You are <laughs> you're supposed to make the good decisions. <laughs> you are a professional. You are meant to be a professional. There's no other way of putting it. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. And of course, the bastard gets suspended and another right rear gets put in the damn seven car. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> so Corey LaJoy is going to be in the nine this weekend. Which, completely out of nowhere, by the way. Pretty awesome. It's crazy. Corey, Corey's like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't think Chase should be suspended. That was weird. That was a weird comment from him. <laughs> Oh, it was completely different than what happened with Bubba. Weird. I was I was saying it was 100% Corey found out that he was going to be driving the nine right before they went on air and was like, all right, I got to do PR here because I can't be like, yeah, what an idiot. He should totally be parked. Anyway, I'm driving his car this week. <laughs> Corey LaJoy is in, his, in that interview. He's like, yeah, I already planned lunch with him on uh, on Sunday, on Saturday in Sonoma. We're going to a winery, you know, yeah. hanging out with Chase. Oh, shit. Oh, well, who cares? Damn it. Close enough. Why? Uh, isn't Sonoma I soon, mean, right? It's, ne- it's, it's the next week. So next I guess week? maybe oh. maybe, Chase, maybe when Corey wins the race this weekend, it makes Chase feel even there worse about how he's been doing. Um, Yeah. Damn. Because remember, this was, the, this, this was the race where Chase all of a sudden had beef with Ross from last year. One year, baby. <laughs> it's one the year race where everybody had beef with Ross. Let's be real. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Let's not pin it on one guy. I made a video about it. Go check it out. It's got a lot of views. Actually, it's really <laughs> funny to think about that. The beef was between Chase Elliott and and uh, Denny Hamlin, the two people who were team who were, you know, tag teaming Ross Chastain a year ago. <laughs> and now they're fighting with each other. So yeah, they, were, they, they were Eiffel Towering Ross Chastain. Not that away. kind of tag team. I'm using the wrestling analogy. What? Joe, you're literally a wrestling fan. Don't make that freaking face. <laughs> uh, mile and a half racing at Charlotte is back. It is. Dude, yeah, it was great. Bye-bye, Roval, next year? No, the... no, okay. don't do that. Right. Don't Fair do enough. In my sad. opinion. In my opinion. Uh, we have something good with the Roval. It is it is unique, and it's a thing that Charlotte does, and why, why are we trying to get rid of it? I don't understand why we're trying to get rid of it. Hmm. What's the problem? The drivers are all butthurt about driving. Oh, we got to drive in the parking lot. Brother, deal with it. I like it. I like I heard that. On, I was like... Like, what do you mean, driving the parking lot? They put a lot of money into that to make it, like, a really good course. You drove, you, you, you drove on the old Atlanta. That was glorified dirt. Like, yeah. it, that was hard dirt with ruts. Like, shut up. Deal with it. Um, Do we take anything out of this weekend? Ford Resurgence? I mean, the Fords were good. RFK was good. Uh, I mean, the 12 was good. The 22 was up there at some point, but he really wasn't good. It's just Joey Logano can... Somehow get a good stage finish. Harvick was good later in the race. I think Priest ended up with a top ten. Eleventh. Ah, sorry. He was close. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, uh, for, uh, the Fords were good. I, I think it's hard to like kind of rest on that sort of performance, uh, given the six hundreds proclivity for surprise performances and winners. Um, but it is a good sign. It is a good sign. The front row cars are really fast too. Zane Smith got a top ten. Yep. Um, yep. 
the uh it, it's funny that we're talking about the forts because it looked like a Stuart haas disaster class to start and it then, was it was bad, bad. Oh, the 14 still didn't do well right <laughs> uh he finished 20th okay so that was better than the 36th he was running 20 the spots better than he was running laps. yeah <laughs> yeah funnily enough one spot ahead of lagona yeah all the store haas cars were like down and out at one point yeah. it was bad what's their problem like realistically, what's their problem? I think they said that they missed it in the sim. All of the cars have okay, the but same. I mean, like every issues. week. Um, I mean, if they're missing it in the sim once, maybe they're missing it a little bit less every other week. I don't know. I don't know because I mean they have all the ingredients to be a fast race team. We uh, think Kevin Harvick is still Kevin Harvick's still running decently well, but that's also Kevin Harvick. Um. And say what you will about Kevin Harvick, blah blah blah. He's washed whatever. No, Kevin Harvick has been having a pretty good season. And oh, could he's top five have in a points. Few race wins. Yeah, yeah. And he'll probably get her win before the season's you over. Ever, you ever notice the people that are like, "Oh, the playoffs sucks," are also the people that say the guys that are really good in points are aren't having good years because they're not winning. <laughs> you ever noticed that? Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny, and I have not noticed that until you said it just now. Yeah, now you're thinking. Yeah. You're like, yeah, huh. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, Ryan Blaney's had an awful year. Awful year. He's one point back of Ross. Ross yeah. Chastain can't win a race. Awful year. He's being, <laughs> he's awful this year. He's the points leader. It's almost like, it's almost like everyone has these big problems with these things because there are these things and not because of what's actually happening because of the things. It's crazy. Alex Bowman's Brad still... Keselowski ninth in points? Uh... <laughs> Because RFK has been really good this year. Yeah. <laughs> what did I miss? Kind of proving the point. Both RFK cars are top twelve. Alex Bowman is still sixteenth in points. Oh my god, he is! Oh my god, he's ahead of Briscoe, Gibbs, and Suarez. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, Suarez has been sneakily having not a very good year. No. Well, <laughs> okay. So Suarez is kind of like the same. He's at the same point where he was last year. I feel like. I feel like he was kind of in the bubble all last year and then he won at Sonoma and then it was like, oh man, he's having a great year. He won a race. It's like, that's not how that works, but okay. Yeah. Even but even last year, I think he was. They were like, better. I feel, like he was, I feel like he was faster than Ross in the 600 last year. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, he yeah. had better speed. I don't know what is missing this season. Yeah, they were running about top 20 every week. And I mean, he had a stretch of five Chevy races. pulled some of their funding because of Ross. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Ross wrecked Chase at Phoenix. Pull some of the funding. You know, it's it funny like you, you say that. fund the good race car drivers. It's funny you say that, but I'm looking at Suarez's finishes this year. It's 7th, 4th, 10th, 22nd at Phoenix, and then he has four straight finishes of 23rd or worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else happened uh, in the Coke 600 that I was going to talk about? Uh, Ricky Stenhouse had an awesome run. Uh, nearly threw it away because he and Kyle Busch were beefing at the end of it. That was really good racing. <laughs> oh, Eric, Eric Almirola pushed Bubba Wallace on pit road. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know if they showed it on TV. I saw someone. They, did. they ended okay, up showing it on TV. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why Eric Almirola suddenly thinks he's a big bad guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Dude. It started on track, and then they just like kept like yelling at each other and then walking away and then just walking right back to each other and yelling at each other again. It was like, all right, you guys, we're like 100 miles in. You got a lot more to go. 2311 got two top fives. Oh, yeah. Again. Uh, Reddick tried another fast. Reddick tried another pass in the grass at the finish. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, oh yeah, but the Stenhouse Kyle Bush thing. Here's how you do it, Chase, because Kyle Bush ran Stenhouse into the fence, and then the next time around, Stenhouse hooked Kyle off of four, but he hooked him to the inside, not the outside wall, and then Kyle saved it, and they just kept on going. And they're like, all right, cool, we're yeah, even Yeah, well, we still shouldn't be advocating for people <laughs> hooking each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was straight up just a pass-in-the-grass reenactment. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Pass-in-the-turf. Yep. Um, what else happened? Oh, AJ Allmendinger rebounded to a top 15. How about that? Good oh, call. Nice. He had a good run. Wow. Yeah, 14th and 15th. Uh, next week's winner, Corey LaJoy, got a top 20. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, if he wins, I'm going to be <laughs> yes. so toxic next week. He's just going to run right up to the, <laughs> the playoff picture and just dump gas all over it. And he's like, we're burning this. <laughs> Set it on fire. <laughs> I mean. Don't need this anymore. The best yeah. part is because then the nine's in the playoffs, right? The car. And Corey, the drivers in the playoffs. Now, what if Chase doesn't win a race? <laughs> Chase Elliott is not in the playoffs. So guess what? Guess what? NBC is going to push. What standings they're going to show? They're going to. Oh my God! The owner. The owners' points are going to become the biggest deal in racing. Yep. I'm. I want it. Oh Remember gosh. how we manifested the rain at Wilkesboro, and then we ended up getting it. Kind <laughs> of. It, it happened. We did too. We actually did, which is nuts. So let's, made that let's manifest this crackpot theory. We need Corey LaJoy oh to win God. this weekend first. Yeah. Right. Or Chase Elliott to get suspended another week or break another leg or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're going to have to start like a new game show. Be like, why is why is Chase Elliott not racing this week? <laughs> which, Hendrick, which Hendrick driver's out? Yeah. <laughs> William Byron and Kyle, and Kyle Larson are extremely nervous will, right now. <laughs> and Joe, I'm sorry. I think this is one of those. I, I think I think we leave this in. Um, I will shit if like Chase Elliott goes on vacation, goes skiing, breaks his leg again. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I would I would shit. Well, well, hang on, because there's no snow, so his week off. Oh man, I was really hoping it would be Sonoma, because then he could go surfing and yeah, he could I was gonna get, say like, attacked by a shark or something. Whoa! <laughs> He's he'll live, he'll live, but. <laughs> He'll be... come back with like a might, robotic leg. Might have to miss a race. <laughs> Comes back with Carson Hosebar's leg. Yeah. <laughs> My leg. Um, oh my god. Shout out Carson Hosebar. Apparently he's cup ready. <laughs> well, so it was one of those. So when that got announced, I was like, that seems a little like abrupt. He's managed but... by Spire. Like, yeah. Well, that that's the thing. Is I was thinking, I was like. Who else is going to drive that car? Because Xfinity's in Portland, so it has to be a truck series guy. And like Spire's just going to pull from their own driver pool. So mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Ty Dillon. Oh, wait. God, yeah, what truck? <laughs> you know, we should get Ty Dillon and somebody's like, he's already driving one of our cars. And be like, oh, we forgot. Because <laughs> it would have had to have been a Chevy driver, right? Yeah, so That's... what? Grant Enfinger, Raja, Nick Sanchez. Like, like... Grand Enfinger would have been the most Matt De Benedetto. Matt De... <laughs> they, they, they skipped over Matt De Benedetto. For oh my god, they did. <laughs> it's all part of it's all part of uh, God's plan, you know. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best thing I've ever seen. That is that is kind of oh, crazy because extremely depressing <laughs> to think about. Yeah. Depressing. He went from nearly winning multiple cup races three years ago to getting passed over by Hendrick and Spire to sub for them. 
for seven, Corey LaJoy and <laughs> Carson Osafar. Well, he didn't get passed over by Hendrick. Hendrick would never. Yeah. But even then, wow. like Corey LaJoy is like completely out of left field almost for for Hendrick. Yeah, but remember when Corey wrote Rick Hendrick that note? Yeah. <laughs> Was it just like screaming like, please let me drive your race car? Please. <laughs> Probably. I, I, I like please. The number 48 is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I really like Jeff Gordon. <laughs> I also think Jeff Gordon should have seven championships. Here's a picture of me in my go fast car. <laughs> it's like a stick figure I drawing finished. of him, <laughs> like next to the 24. Like, Rick Hendricks, like, that's cool, Corey. We'll put it right up here on the fridge. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Y'all can be a-holes sometimes, huh? Yeah, I love Corey LeJoy. I just think it's funny. It is. It is funny. It is. Um, Rick Hendrick looks outside his motorhomes. He's Ty Dillon playing on the playground. That or I'm imagining, you know that famous movie scene where the guy's standing outside the girl's window with a boombox over his head? It was just Corey LeJoy doing that outside Hendrick's shop. I wish I could remember what movie that is right now. It's a pre-recorded tape of the note where he's yeah. reading it. Uh, okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> just know I don't care. All of that was hilarious. Oh, it was awesome. We just we need to move on. Um, <laughs> Justin Allgaier won. <clears throat> Who cares? That race finished like two a.m. No one watched it. Yeah, but there was fuel mileage at the end. Yeah, cool. I watched for them. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you did because it was yeah. your dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> he went up into the stands too after the race. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, we didn't even what? mention that Blaney did that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Did we? Didn't I thought we did. We, we oh. didn't. Blaney did it. Justin yeah. Allgaier probably did. He was like, "Where's everyone go? <laughs> Where's everybody at?" <laughs> now, all twelve the fans that were still there around him. They saw him. They were like, "He's yeah. right up here." Whoa! Let's go. Let's to go be fair, it, he, he it, went up and went back immediately. It doesn't take a lot of people, like a large crowd, to like envelop Justin Allgaier because he's a very small man. So, like yeah. three guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, it was a fun race. Uh, yeah. Finish was really good. The so. fuel mileage, uh, the fuel mileage stuff did look fun. I caught the end of it. it was, yeah. yeah. Good time. It was fun. Interesting. Yeah. What strategies make good racing? Crazy how that works. Um. <laughs> ben Rhodes won the truck race, which feels like an eon ago. Um. God. Yeah. Jesus. It was a good yeah, race. I genuinely forgot there was a truck race this week. The trucks did. The truck race was awesome. I thought pretty good. Yeah, it was. Um, Who's the far like choked hard? Big oh time. yeah, third year in a row he's choked. Yeah. At uh, at Charlotte, so kind of funny. At least this year he didn't take out your favorite driver. So you're right. One year anniversary. Yeah. Carson Weird Savar. <laughs> It is really funny to see how things changed in a year. <laughs> Dude, he was like the darling. And Dude, he yeah. immediately went to, what is this guy doing? I have I've said this multiple <laughs> times, but he it's like he saw Ryan Priest's speech and he was like, that's going to be me. I'm going to become that. I'm going to prove him right. <laughs> Do you remember he broke he broke his leg at Gateway, right? Broke his yeah. leg, showed up to crutches on crutches in Sonoma, ran qualifying and binned the truck coming to the checkered of qualifying. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you guys remember that? Mm -hmm. I do remember. Like he still what? finished like second or third, didn't he? In the race. No, Suarez took over for him. 
Yeah. Did he really? Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. I remember his Instagram post where he was like, "Please yeah. respect my privacy in this in in these trying times." <laughs> I you know I will give you an update when I can, and then the next day it was like, "Hey, I'm going to Sonoma." <laughs> like, All right, hey guys, cool. that's awesome, man. Good hey man, he he's he, he's a funny weird guy, you know. I wish be. he wasn't such a douchey race car driver because he was very funny on the Xfinity broadcast. Dude, that that's the thing that like frustrates me is like. Like I'm, I still would consider myself a fan. It doesn't mean I condone all the dumb shit that he does on a yeah. seemingly weekly basis. <laughs> it's more of just like a come on, dude. Like <laughs> you, ha- he has the talent to do it. He doesn't need to do that. Like <laughs> we, I feel like we beat this dead horse all the time. But it's like Carson, you're a talented race car driver. Like just drive your race car and stop being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's it not hard. Like. He's like a talented race car driver. He doesn't suffer from like the same boring race car driver thing that like most of the other truck series drivers do. Yeah. He seems, excuse me. He seems genuinely interesting. He's genuinely funny. He like is a good follow on social media. But then he gets in a race car and he right rears people like two years in a row and causes like four cautions on purpose by spinning out all by himself. And it's like, well, what are you doing, man? You don't need to be doing all that. Yeah. That's too much. It's all, it's a bunch of extra stuff when really you have the goods to be like a, a race winner and be like loved by the fans. And then you just chose to go see where it was like, screw all this. I'm going to burn it down. Yeah. And he burns it down. And I know uh, I'm not make this isn't an excuse. I know there's plenty of other people his age, but I do think a genuine part of it is like, young dude got on a race car has had a lot of success but like you look at how many wins have slipped away from them and so you almost think that like that frustration manifests in a lot of these incidents where it's like okay cool it's not gonna happen again and it takes out on other people it's just like it's stupid um he just needs to be better but at the same time like this weekend is a huge opportunity to wipe all that away like if he goes out there and runs top 20 in a spire car you know, it, you almost seem that a lot of people are going to be like, hey, this Carson knows for it. It might be kind of good. Even even top 25, no incidents, I think, is a fantastic yeah. weekend I mean, for him. Top 10 in the 77. I know it's a JRM car in Xfinity, but. Oh, yeah. He's run great in Xfinity. Impressive, too. right? Yeah. 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 Like. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just it's frustrating. Win and don't make an ass of yourself. It's yeah. that simple. <laughs> That's all you got to do in the truck series. Boring. So sometimes it's okay to not be on TV. <laughs> if if sometimes you can just run a race and finish like sixth and nobody notices you, it's all right. He's a Michigan you know? State fan though, so like, <laughs> you know, he's my Michigan driver. Comes back to college sports. And my Michigan colleges, <laughs> just colleges, not even sports. Come on. In my Michigan yeah. driver list, it's Eric Jones, Brad Keselowski, Johnny Benson's in there somewhere. Yeah. This ain't looking good. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. Maybe I think we're grading on a curve here, though. Let's be real. So. <laughs> Listen, it ain't my fault. Legacy sucks. <laughs> it ain't my fault that Davey's been been apparently propping this deal up for a year and a half now, wearing his Toyota merch all the time. Dude, uh, we got to talk about that. <laughs> Legacy had a disaster class of a race. That was unbelievable. They, they didn't even mention Eric going to the garage. Were, I was like, wait, he's in the garage? When did this happen? Oh, my God. I was, uh, 
it sucks too because I was going to keep track of Jimmy. Obviously, you know, as a Jimmy Johnson fan, I am going to offer my little insight into the one driver in the race that I was paying attention to because that's what people want to hear. Uh, Jimmy, he was, you know, he got himself up from like he started scratching on the field. He was running like twenty fifth. You know, I was like, okay, there you it's go. It's a legacy car. Respectable, respectable. And then it just all went to hell. <laughs> He, he spun out, wrecked with Gregson. Gregson and Eric Jones somehow hit the same piece of debris that knocked the radiator off. How? How do you knock it off? You, okay, you put a hole in it. it. Like, did they hit a skyscraper? Knocked it off? I don't know what they're doing over there. What happened? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm, I am so scared for the future of that race team. It's gonna, they're just, gonna go to they're gonna go to Toyota. It's gonna be good. They're gonna go to imagine. Toyota, and the lineup will be Noah Gregson and Sammy Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Eric Jones is gonna go Xfinity racing. He's <laughs> gonna be replacing Corey LaJoy after Corey LaJoy replaces Chase Elliott next year. <laughs> Chase Elliott is gonna become a professional skier. Yeah, yeah, because snowboarding get, wasn't working out. He's going Ooh. to the X Games. <laughs> um. No, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I got, I was like angry, angry. Now I'm pretty sure I drank a beer at that point, but I was like angry, <laughs> angry when Eric was out. I was like, what the? <laughs> now I got a root for Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, not even ten laps later, or like a little bit later, right? Brad had the they didn't tighten the wheels, so they brought him down, and then he was like down two laps the whole race. It was like. Now I almost... you know how it feels to be a fan of any of my drivers the last like five well, years. Yeah, yeah. I almost forgot to mention JJ Ailey P sixteen in a in a Rick Ware car. Also, I love the Coca Cola um, six hundred man, dude. It's so good. The the one thing happen. that I'm bummed is. Do you guys remember when Justin Haley used to go by JJ and then he started going by Justin? So, yeah. well, Justin Haley finished fifteenth. Yaley finished sixteenth. How I wish he was still going by JJ because it would have been JJ Haley followed by JJ Yaley, one right after the other. So I, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I legit thought they were two different people when he changed yeah. his name. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, where did this guy come from? You know, the Haley brothers, huh? Because right. you never saw their pic. Like, it was, he was in the truck series. Like, I didn't see his picture. They didn't show his yeah. picture on the screen. He ran like small. two races under the name JJ. And then yeah. it's like, Actually, no, that's an extremely obscure music reference, and I'm not going to make it because I'll have to explain too much of good, it. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, we're thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Moving on. Uh, we have new merch. Um, oh yeah. If I wasn't lazy, I'd put it. Actually, I might put a picture here. Eat, sleep, overreact, repeat. Right here. I put put it over here. It's gonna make work for me now. I gotta write down a time code. Um, write <laughs> down time. If you're listening to this, this has nothing. Apparently, you don't just go to the JTN merch store. JTN merch yeah. store. Just search it on the web. You can find it. JTN merch store. Maybe Davey will make a tweet with it. I don't know at Fake Racers, but I certainly could. He could I now. Willie, that's Willie. <laughs> he said Willie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, go check it out because you're a racing fan, and we're gonna start posting a lot of generic crap to try to get people to buy our merch. So. Yeah, got our logo on it. That's kind of cool. I need what more could buy. you want? I gotta buckle in and buy. <laughs> I, I've been saying it for a while. I just need to buckle in and do it. I gotta buy. I need to just stuff. buy you guys our JTN polos that I keep talking about. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
Truck Series is at Gateway this weekend. We guys got in the Truck Series. Uh, I have the entry list already open. Okay, pull that up. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. Chris Wright's not on the entry list. We didn't even talk about that. Do we Chris know Chris Wright's why? crew chief telling him uh, we probably got fired because he's terrible. <laughs> Wait, Chris Wright uh, got fired? Probably. Isn't that his own team? No, he drives for Youngs. Oh, okay. That's um, funny. Crew chief say I need to hear when he he that. put Tyler Ankrum into the wall and then just kept coming up and then wrecked himself and then his spotter was like, <laughs> "Yep, Ankrum hooked you into the wall. Go put him in the grandstands." Oh. <laughs> it's like a raw job, by the way. Okay. All right. He did good here last year in that spire truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that we dunked on him, I'm going to go with Matt to Benedetto just to immediately prove me wrong. So okay. I'm going to take, <laughs> so I'm going to take grand and finger. So we were 23, 24, 25. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm going to pick first for Xfinity. I'm going to take Jordan Taylor. Uh, boo. Uh, let's see. Who do I want? Parker uh, I'm letting Matt go. I know. Oh, I'm not going to take Parker Kligerman if you want him. I'm not, I didn't say that. He's um, not going to take him. Uh, I'm going to go with. Honestly, it doesn't uh, matter who we pick. I'm gonna, uh, oh, hey, Mayotte's running the 19. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll take John Hunter. Parker Kligerman. Oh, he did take him. Ooh. There's a curveball there. The NTT Data IndyCar Series heads to the streets of Detroit, not Belle Isle, for the first time in ever, probably. Uh, Don't forget, we got the zipper pit lane this week. It cars pitting on both sides. So, Stingray Rob. I was going to say, my Stingray Rob picks have gone horrendously. Okay, can we talk about his interview? Dude. What the hell was that? All I can say is that... uh, I know who wrecked me. Do you? (laughs) I know a lot. She looked pretty clueless out there, honestly, so I I didn't know you knew where you were. I know a lot of people who have moved to Idaho, um, and let me just say that he is a very good representation of the people from Idaho, or people (laughs) that move there. Jesus. Um, And I don't mean that in necessarily a bad way. He's just interesting. Uh, some somebody posted like this, like the transcript of a full interview he did. Did you guys see that? Where everybody's kind of s- suspected that he's Mormon. He's actually Christian, um, but he was saying that there's not a lot of Christians in motorsports, and it was like, dog, like half of the NASCAR field thanks God every time they finish a race. Like, what sport are you watching? What are you talking about, dog? Bud? What? Like, <laughs> get a grip. I would also like to point out this is not a criticism of uh, either religion, just a funny observation. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of Christians, especially made in the sport. fun of Matt Benedetto when he said something similar. Yeah, true. But uh, Believe it or not, NASCAR fan and, and drivers in the industry, there are a lot of Christians. David, you're telling me that a sport you... based out of the southeastern United States is mostly conservative Christian? That may sound crazy. But yes, I am. Next, you'll be telling me that Jeff Gordon doesn't have such. <laughs> I can neither confirm uh, nor deny. Matt, who's your IndyCar pick? I uh, Pato Award. We are horrendous. <laughs> this is a horrendous show. I'm, I'm feeling gonna, extra goofy this week. I'm going to take Scotty Mac. This is a horrendous show. 
I get the other bus bro a, a win now. Yeah. They both have two on the year. Um, and then the NASCAR Cup Series is at Gateway for the second time. Who wants to take Corey LaJoy? I'll take Corey LaJoy. Give him to me. <laughs> it's going to happen. Ew, why is Greg Golding in the 15 car? Do you want Greg Gold? Well, because they probably had to put whoever was in the 15 car in the 51 car. Because who's in the 51? Oh, yeah, it's JJ Ailey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boobs. Um, in this entry list, Corey LaJoy is still in the 7 car. Does that mean I can pick Corey LaJoy? <laughs> yeah, do you want to pick the seven? Yeah, Corey LaJoy in the number seven car. No, 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 I want to do something else stupid. Hold on. Okay. I want to do something else stupid. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Austin Dillon. How is that stupid? Because he sucks. <laughs> he's no Kyle Bush. He's no Kyle Bush. I don't think anyone ever <laughs> accused him of being Kyle Bush. <laughs> I hope not. Um, I'm gonna take Brad because I think they ran here well here last year, so maybe yeah. they win this year. I don't know. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. As a fake racers podcast this week, that was certainly one of them. <laughs> Um, as always, folks, we can't thank you enough for listening, watching, however you support us and our uh, raging alcoholism. Um, <laughs> Alright. I had a beer today. Tonight. It, was just, it was more so just because I just saw you do it, you know? Yeah, I guess. I was going to say, I'm sober, so like I have no excuse for the stupidity of this week's episode. So. <laughs> yeah, see, I have an excuse. <laughs> That's why I do it. Um, make sure you leave a like, a comment, a review, however you can interact with this, interact with it. Those interactions mean a lot in the Please current uh, social media and landscape, and YouTube is social media, believe it or not. Elon said that crap's important, so go do it. Um, you can follow at Fake Racers to stay up to date with Fake Racers podcast-centric stuff. Davey's going to live tweet the race this weekend um, from the Fake Racers account. What am I doing? You're live tweeting the race this weekend from the Fake Racers account. Breaking news. Davey Hazard live tweets race. Just like you were last week, right? I was, yeah, obviously. Did you guys not see the tweets? So make sure you're following at Fake Racers. And if you didn't see the tweets and you are following Fake Racers, just make sure you like the last tweet. Just yeah. to be sure. You um, should, should do what our boy over at Awful Racing has been doing uh, and just live tweet, but a race from like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Davy Hazard retweets 2016 Homestead. <laughs> I would. Do it. Uh, okay. I'm just going to, for every lap of the race, I'm just going to tweet out what position Jimmy Johnson was in. How's that? Do it. I don't care. Just make Second sure you start it by saying, like... I'm live retweeting. I'm watching 2016 <laughs> Homestead race. You get to the end, you're like, Carl Edwards wrecked. Oh, my God. Who could have seen this coming? Hopefully next year's better for him. It's <laughs> like... Kyle Edward has a long career left. He's still not even in his prime. He's Fast got a lot forward of time. seven years, and we're like, oh my god, it's Carl Edwards. <laughs> still I haven't as, seen him in years. Still as slimy looking as ever. <laughs> Joe, it was 13 years ago. <laughs> You're going to have to move He on. ain't going to kill my boy. Brad, Brad, I think Brad no won that way. battle. Okay. <laughs> he ain't going to kill my boy. <laughs> no way, man. 
you don't know that. I'm not gonna. Nope. You know what? Nope. <laughs> what do you mean hey, I don't know that? One hey, of them has what? a cup championship and the hey, other one doesn't. Hey, you <laughs> bastards! Guess what? Do be like Davy Hazard. Be like Davy Hazard. Go to the JTN Spring website and get yourself some JTN <laughs> merch, like I did just now while we were having the show, and you guys were arguing about piddly stuff. I was out there making a difference in the community. Thanks, Davy. We just appreciate your contribution. Right <laughs> uh, remember, we got new fake racers merch out now. Davy, where can they find you on social media? JTN Spring. All right. Matt, where can they find you on social media? What he said. <laughs> you pointed at me. What he said. <laughs> I pointed at Davey on my end. Whatever. Just flip my screen from that part. I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, do a lot of editing. Cut him out. <laughs> do that thing. Turn it around. Flip my video for one second on the show. <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny. Joe, can you animate us for the whole show? Yeah. Hey, I still like my idea of us green screening us into like a car at a pit stop, so... I have an idea. Oh. We should green screen each other but into each of our own like like switch our rooms. Like I get Joe's room, <laughs> Matt gets mine. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh have you guys ever seen that that like famous video where the guy makes a zoom background of his room where he walks in on himself? <laughs> yeah, and yes. I I thought about doing that for this <laughs> buying a green screen and taking a picture of Don't you have so a green I'd, screen? I don't. Oh. <laughs> Well, just... Oh, Tommy has a green screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy has a green screen. Just borrow Tommy's. You guys live he in the is... same state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drive like six hours and go find Tommy for a twenty dollars green screen. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon could probably deliver it faster. <laughs> Their yeah. next day. Um, but folks, again, we appreciate you so so much. Um, we've gotten a lot of support on this show this year, which is awesome. Um, more than we have in the Idiots. past. <laughs> a um, bunch of morons. So we really, I, I appreciate it. Keeps me going every week. <laughs> I appreciate it too. But you're dumb. There's better shows. Why listen to us? Um, <laughs> so yeah, go listen, watch, do all those things. Again, it's it's much appreciated when you do. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. We'll see you guys next week on the Fake Racers Podcast. Bye.